And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey everyone, Zach here. Welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. I'm pumped to spend some time with you guys here today. I miss you all. It's been it's been a few days, and uh, it makes me really sad because I told you that I would be recording an episode every single day, aside from one day a week, six days a week, six out of seven days a week, we'd be re- doing an episode, and uh, I will still be doing that. But I haven't sent an up ep- or recorded an episode in like four days, and uh, first and foremost. I am so sorry that I haven't spent some time with you guys recently, and the reason that I told you all that I would be recording an episode six times a week is so that I would actually stick to it, and so it's like really embarrassing that I uh, haven't done one in the past few days, um, this is why I told you I would, so that I couldn't let myself off the hook, and then I'd be like, oh, that I would feel like this when I was behind the eight ball, because um, inevitably it's probably going to happen at some point, and, um, and it happened, and I have to tell you now. So I will be on the six, I'm still on the six day a week schedule. Um, not, not changing that for any reason. Uh, but, uh, I, of course, you know, life comes up and it happens. Actually, it was, it was really cool. So it was, it was for a really good reason, although there's no excuses, but it was for an awesome reason. So I got hit up by, um, uh, our upline, which is the number one, he's number one and number two. He flips back and forth American income earner in the company that we're in. And, um, and he hit me up the other day. Uh, this was, you know, less than a week ago. And um, I'm sitting at I'm sitting at Starbucks, and um, and and he's like, "Hey, man, um, what did he say? I don't know what he said, but basically, like, hey, if I if I if I fly you out, will you come and meet, you know, some uh, some of the some of the other guys at the corporation, and uh, meeting like the." Uh, the C-suite and stuff, as as far as I was concerned at the time, I was like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome." And um, we kind of like banted back and forth a little bit, and uh, then he ended up flying us out, which is super cool. And um, we had t- we've already, you know, of course, spoken with uh, some of the C-suite on the phone and things, but we've never met him in person in, in our in our current company. And um, and so it's like this is pretty cool. So we got to meet uh, pretty much all the whole the entire C-suite. I think I think everyone maybe there maybe there's one guy that they were able to meet. Oh, and then one of the one of the gals that was uh, out of state, um, which is super fun. And. So yeah, we spent some time in in uh, in in the in the place where the company is located, 
I went to the office, got to meet some of them. We're walking down the hall, uh, like of the of the headquarters, and as we're walking down the hall, um, uh, this the the gentleman that is you know the top earner, so our upline, our sponsor, he's like, hey Zach, 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 and he like grabs me, and and Ashley, and he pulls us in. He's like, Zach, I want you to meet, I want you to meet this guy right here, and and he and he uh, he like has a shake hands and things, and we're and we're talking to the head of marketing, and um, it's like, oh, what's up, blah blah blah, and we're talking for a while, and then she's like. Like, she's like, hey, so we actually need some help with these, you know, couple areas. And Steve was telling me about you, and that um, that you guys, you know, do really amazing marketing. That you run, that you run his marketing. You build all his stuff. And he couldn't say enough good things about you. You know, can we ask you a few questions? I was like, sure. So we sat down around the around the table, like literally just randomly. We start sitting around around the table, and she starts, you know. Um, she starts like we start talking about the things that the company needs at, at a corporate standpoint, and um, and and Steve, our, our upline, our sponsor, is like, yeah, dude, I really want this, and he says the thing that 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 we that the company that he wants and that the company wants, and then you know the the head of marketing agrees with him, and. Uh, and they're like, so do you think we could do that? And I was like, well, and I kind of jumped on the whiteboard and started like, you know, sketching stuff out. And, um, and, and I turn around and all, all three of them in the room are taking pictures of the whiteboard. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, like this is sweet. Right. And, um, so long story short, we're probably going to be like helping our companies, like, like the corporate side, like, 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 you know, nail down their marketing and, uh, stuff like that because like yeah as amazing of a company as it is um and like even though we operate in the they operate in the network marketing space the direct selling space of course like there's some like there's some pretty big glaring holes with their actual like corporate marketing stuff um things that the distributors really really need that the company is not yet providing and it's not because they don't have a desire to it's just they need someone that's been in the industry that has that has the marketing chops and that kind of thing because a lot of times uh, people that handle corporate marketing at, at direct selling companies, a lot of the people that do it don't actually come from from direct sales or network marketing, um, and uh, it's pretty wild, but it's true. And so, you know, they were really, really pumped. That it's like, okay, we, we've got we've got people here that like they've got experience in the industry. They know exactly what the pain points are. They've dealt with the, the objections for years. They get it, and they also have the marketing chops. So anyway, it was like super cool to um, uh, to see all that and for have to have that happen. Super, super fun. So. Anyway, um, just want to share that with you guys. I thought it was pretty fun, and I'll keep you in the loop as things progress. You know, we don't have like a contract in place or anything like that yet. So I'm trying to be somewhat, um, you know, inconspicuous and and things like that. But um, you know, once we kind of like start moving forward and things, I'll share the details with you and let you know what we're building and how we're building it and all that stuff because uh, I think it could be really valuable for you. Anyway, I want to want to chat with you guys for today or uh, for with a few things today. Um, it will be a, a, a semi-short episode because I actually have two phone calls lined up today, which um, is kind of rare. I don't uh, uh, be. <laughs> You maybe you have this, maybe you don't. Um, you know, there, there was a time and place in my business where I was, I, I always wanted to be on the phone. I loved being on the phone with people. I loved talking to prospects and all these things. And um, yeah, at this at this place, uh, I it's not. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like uh, I have no idea what it is. But like, unless someone knows exactly why they want to talk to me, like I don't want to. I don't. I just don't. I'm not going to waste my time. Not because I'm better than anyone, but but it's like you know, I just value. I value my time with my my wife too much. I value my own personal like mental capacity. I've the time that like I could be legitimately making money or sponsoring someone using legit marketing, um, then like 
being on the phone for an hour and a half with no true agenda. So, um, like before I ever book a call with someone, like the, the call got booked on my calendar, and um, the the email that basically goes out after someone books on my calendar is like specify the exact topics you want to talk about. Otherwise, the call is going to get canceled. And the topics that we wanted that the gentleman wanted to talk about are kind of they're kind of vague. Um, generally, I would probably cancel the call, but for whatever reason, I'm not. I kind of just feel like I should do the call. Um, so anyway, that's my first call, and the next call is uh, with a new team member. Um, so anyway, that is in like ten. The first one's like ten minutes. So I got to kind of I got to kind of boogie here. But um, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to both of them. I mean, if I'm like if I'm in a place where I am not like totally sure why I'm talking to someone, which is the case for the first call, it's just like I'm just trusting God. Just like okay, God, like for, for whatever reason. I don't feel like I should cancel this. I don't really want to do this call. Um, I don't see any value, how this can bring me any value. I see where I can offer a lot of value. So, you know, but I don't feel like I should cancel it. So I guess just, you know, I guess just, you know, uh, guide me and I'm just trusting God's. And and if he just wants me to give in this call, I just completely give and I'm not going to receive anything, then, you know, it is what it is. And that's cool. And uh, we're called to give and we're called to serve and uh, things like that. But I think in this industry specifically, you can go off on way off the deep end and you can, you can literally give so much and never take care of yourself that you end up being broke. And um, we talked about that before in another episode. So anyway, let me check what time it is. Okay. I have a few minutes. Sweet. So I want to talk to you today about um, about college, and we t- talked a little bit about this not too long ago, um, and the value of college and if it's real, or, or if not if it's real, but if it's use- if it's useful for you. And I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm basically going to be doing a bigger, overarching, I guess, umbrella of episodes called "School for the Real World," and um, just sharing things that like are actually applicable. Um, in today's day and age, wow, there's a okay. First lesson is don't buy a Camaro. There's one behind us. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just kind of bash Camaros and Mustangs all the time, but they're fine. But this one's really, really loud and uh, probably still slow. But anyway, um, wow, bro, unbelievable. Anyway, in regards to college, I, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say anyway. He's still sitting here. Um, in regards to college, the first thing that we have to always think about is, you know, is is what I'm doing going to get me to where I want to go? And that's a question that I really, really, really wish that college or kids ask themselves before making that kind of a commitment. Because the thing that's really stupid is, you know, I don't know, I understand how, like, it should be literally illegal, but... Colleges get away with selling kids like 16, 15, 16, 17 year olds into getting themselves hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt before they really even know what they're getting. And the numbers are against um, against colleges, uh, which is really sad. You know, there is um, there's a statistics rule out there. I think it's called causation and correlation. Basically meaning that the causation is not always correlated or the, uh, the correlation is not always the same as the cause for what happens. Meaning this. There are studies that have been done that basically state that, you know, uh, college people, uh, degreed people have higher earnings than non-degreed people. And while that is true, that doesn't take into consideration the fact that just because they're correlated doesn't mean it's the fact that it's the cause. And statistics people know this stuff. Here's what that means. It means that it might not be the degree that's making someone more money. It might be the thing inside of them that caused them to get the degree or the ability to get the degree. You know, to, to, to fight through college of four to six years, eight years, uh, it's a hard job. It's a hard thing to do. I mean, I, I have all my family members have degrees. Um, 
Uh, I went to a tech school, so I don't ha- technically have a real degree, but my wife, my wife has a has a legit degree, and the amount of like grit that you need to pump through four to eight years to get a degree is high, you know. So I have I have mad respect for the person that can go through and actually uh, get that degree. I do. Uh, where I think my thinking is is mess is is like it, it changes is when people think that the degree is the cause for success. That's a lot of crap. I mean, just think about all the think about all the degree people that you meet that are working at Starbucks, or that are working at you know jobs that are outside of their field of study or making way less. They're way underpaid for what they have been have they been studying for. Give an example. There's a there's a degree out there. Um, it's a, it, it, basically it's a, it's a psychology degree. I, I don't know if I, if I wanted to be specific, specific or not, but it, this is just one example of many, by the way. And people that study this stuff, they call this a quote unquote junk degree. I think it's a little bit harsh. I mean, I personally have a family member with a psychology degree, uh, and I, th- I know she worked very very hard for it. So I don't want to you know I don't want to demean anyone's work ethic here. Um, but people that study this stuff call this type of a degree a junk degree. And again, it's kind of harsh, but whatever. Um, the point is today, today's like, you know, in this year, there's going to be about 120,000 people that graduate with a psychology degree over the next 10 years. There's going to be about 60,000 open jobs in the U S with psychology degree needs. Did Did you catch that math? About 120,000 graduates this year alone will graduate with some sort of a psychology degree. And in the next 10 years, there'll be a grand total of 60,000 openings. That's a problem. That means that these kids are getting sold a bill of goods that's a giant load of poo-poo, right? It means that they're going into debt, you know, between 30 grand and hundreds of thousands. I mean, the statistics say the average student loan debt is 35 grand. I, I don't know. That, that could be true. I mean, everyone I meet is way beyond that. Um, that is like between, yeah, they're way beyond that, but is what it is. The point is this: I'm not bashing college. I mean, for for I hope I hope everyone can see this. Like, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, I hope you go to school. I hope you get a higher education. But if you're if you're going to even if, if you're going for a psychological thing, I hope I hope that if you like are trying to treat people, that you go get a psychology degree. Absolutely, right. But if you just don't know what you're doing yet, if you're like oh, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life, don't go get a psychology degree. It doesn't make any sense. Financially, it makes backward sense, right? I mean, to to spend. 30 grand a year of money that we don't have that we have to borrow in order to get a piece of paper that says nothing more than hey most likely you have a 1 in 12 chance of actually getting a job in this field like uh, the math doesn't work out so begin with the end in mind is really what I'm getting at if you want to go to college fantastic you know I really I really commend you if you want to go because it means you have grit and determination and the desire to achieve at a higher level for sure but think about what you want if I want to make 100k a year but I don't care what I do going to college is, is not needed if I want to make 500k a year but I don't know I don't care what I do not needed right if I want to be a doctor, is college needed? Absolutely, freaking lutely. Please go, right? I'm going to ask for your degree <laughs> before I get surgery done. So <clears throat> just think about the end in mind. If you want to go get a, um, a master's or an upgrade, you think about how much money you're going to spend and how much of a raise are you going to get and is it going to be worth it? Long-term career advantage, are you going to actually, will that be advantageous, advantageous or just is it what social norms tell us to do? Think about these things. It might it might be good for you. Maybe you just want to learn more, and that's totally fine. If you just want to satisfy your learning crave, that's totally cool. Go get a master's degree. But I met someone recently, 
you know, they were uh, the, the, uh, in the C-suite of marketing of a big company, and they got a master's degree, and they said it helped them absolutely zero in their career, and they just spent a bunch of time and a bunch of money that they didn't need to spend. Didn't help them get the C-suite position, didn't help them in any sort of knowledge base that they have in their current job. It was literally just a thing that they felt they should do. They did it, and they didn't actually need to do it. So just think about this. What is the end in mind and, and break out of the social norms that pressure us into doing things that we need or think we should need to do? Again, like I said, there are some avenues where you should absolutely go to college. And sometimes maybe the business investment of debt could, to going to college is a smart move. I'm not saying it's not. But think about why you're doing it, right? Why am I going there? Am I just, if I'm just trying to make money then do it. If you if you don't know what you're supposed to do, like oh, if you're just confused, like what do I do? Where do I go next? Um, should I go to college? Should I go to get a job? Should I go to this? Here's, this is my personal advice. If you're 20, I don't care how old you are, but if you're, if you're 18, you're 20 years old, you're 22 years old, and you don't know what to do yet, realize this. You have plenty of time, okay? You've got time. So chill out and don't go backwards while you're thinking. You don't need to spend college tuition money to think and to determine what you really want inside. I'm glad I did the way things I did. I actually I made the I made the best decisions at the time that I knew to make. But if I could go back and do it all over again, when I was 18, I would I would not go to trade school even though I I I really did think that was the best thing for me to do at the time. I would have not gone to trade school. I would have um, probably I would have uh, I would have probably traveled the world I would have done whatever I could to travel the world for a year or two because your perspective completely changes when you travel I would have traveled the world for a year or two and thought about what I really really wanted and I would have taken every scrap of money that I had and put it into personal development um, events and courses and things which I did actually do that but I just didn't do it in a broad enough scale uh, meaning I didn't do it in, in a broad enough series of industries from a broad enough series of speakers and things but that's what I would do if I was going to do it all over again that's exactly what I would do and so hopefully that helps you guys. So remember, think of the end in mind. Remember that we're not bashing college. I'm not bashing college in any way. Um, even if you're in network marketing, you can still be a multimillionaire in network marketing and still have a degree and still work a, a job of some kind, still be a doctor, still be a lawyer, still do the pe- things you're passionate about that maybe require a degree. And that's totally fine. So just understand I'm not bashing that. Just think about what the end in mind is first. Well, anyway, it was amazing spending time with all of you today. And um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks. Thank mm-hmm. you.